All right, we're back. We back, y'all. Left the car keys. We back. Where they at? <laughs> what? Left the car keys? Back like I left my car keys. Oh. You know, you run out. Like, oh, I left my car keys. And I run back in the crib. Yeah, but we didn't come back that fast. Okay. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm Jackie. And I'm Alex. And this is Real Time Relationship. Where we get real about relationship info what was the what's the intro again come on bro i forgot come on bro what was it we've we been going for a little minute i really did forget it, though. It, we never said relationship info. what was it though what was it i forgot i said it <laughs> when we get real about oh let's get it man y'all got the point all right cool we're back um <laughs> all right so yeah we've been gone for a little minute been going for a little minute now i'm back with the jump off Joe Buttons. <laughs> that was Joe Buttons. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Let's pump it up. Uh, I was wondering what songs Bull had. Pump like, it why up. is he famous? That's all you got. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know pump, that was him. Pump, pump it up. I didn't know that was him. Right, I just yeah. learned something new today, guys. Wait, why have we been gone for two months? Um, all right, we've been gone for two months. Um, we had a reason. We had a reason. We were uh. We were reorganizing. We were. We were at the drawing board. Yeah, we were at the drawing board Getting about the podcast together. Right. Um, and there was an event that kicked that off. There was. We got an email from a listener, who shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. But um, we got an email that made us kind of rethink what we were doing with our podcast and how to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was most, constructive criticism. Yeah. We took it as constructive criticism, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we learned from that. And because we're new to podcasting, um, we needed that. We needed to hear something other than praise and, you know, just good good stuff from friends and family. We need to hear what's real from people who don't know us. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the nameless listener that didn't like what she heard. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> For real, because she 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 calls us she calls us to go back to the drawing board. Like, hmm, okay. Um, they can hear me, babe. No, baby, you you sound muffled because you got your hand in front of your mouth. All right, so she yeah she calls us to go back to the drawing board, check ourselves, and do one of them point your finger in the mirror type situations. <laughs> yeah, take a look at yourself in the mirror, figure out what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, and that's what we did. So we're back now that we've you know collected the things we needed to collect and we back and better so we took that two month um we took we took that two months off just so we can come back and give y'all quality material facts because we could have came on and then talked about the nfl not being on the nba but we wanted to give y'all good work you know I mean? <laughs> we back. so um to be honest constructive criticism wasn't the only thing in that email there was also what was in there baby some just regular criticism, you know. Um, and we took it with a grain of salt because people have their opinions. And one of the things that we learned was we have to give y'all more context because not everybody who knows us, mm-hmm. um, who, not everybody who listens to this podcast knows us. Yes, There's going to be people, we hope, a lot of people that listen that don't know us. Mm-hmm. So we need to give y'all the full picture. Um, so... The podcast she heard, she got a picture of Alex that wasn't his best side. 
Um, so the the episode we're referring to is episode two. If y'all haven't heard it, go back, listen to it. Alex talks a lot about his past and his testimony. Episode two? Uh, episode two, Experiences. X-Experiences. Right. Yeah. So yeah, go back and listen to that. Um, and then you'll be able to have a fuller picture with this podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that email spurred a lot of thought. A lot of consideration. A lot of reflection. A lot of reflecting, yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. So we're here today, and we're going to be talking from the topic of once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a a cheater, always a cheater. (laughs) That's it. What's it? That's the joint. Yeah, baby, that's why I said it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Yes, babe. That is it. No fault, sir. Once All a cheater, right. always a cheater. Do you believe that? Once a cheater, always a cheater? Do I believe um, once a cheater, always a cheater? No, no, no. Before hmm. you answer that, do you think most people believe that statement? Once a cheater, always a cheater? Um, yeah. To be honest, earlier today, um, I mentioned that. And the person I was talking to, she she was one of the people who who believed it, and she was like, "Yeah, most people do believe once a cheater, always a cheater." And I was like, "Yeah, I got something for you. Stay tuned." But um, most people, yeah, most people do believe that. Maybe because they was they were hurt so bad, they were scarred or whatever by a cheater. Um, yeah, crazy wild wild experiences, and whoever whoever that they witnessed the cheating, they probably never witnessed that person change. So. Mm. Yep, once a cheater, always a cheater, so to say. I agree with you. I agree with you that I think most people do think that's true. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's truth to that statement? Mm. Yeah, but to an extent. Facts. Yeah, I definitely do believe there's truth to the statement, but like I said, to an extent, because I know full-blown cheaters. I was out there in the field. I know full-blown cheaters that um, never never came to terms that they have a problem cheating. So, and, yeah, they never came to terms with that. They, they have a problem with cheating. They, they never came to admit, like, yo, I'm a cheater and I have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I can't stop cheating. Mm-hmm. So, if they never address that and um, look self in the mirror with their finger, <laughs> those people are once cheaters, always cheaters. I agree with that like you said to an extent i feel like people like you said when you don't come to terms with your actions it's really hard to change them Mm -hmm. and if you don't see a problem with your actions it's even harder to change them so the people that agree with that statement like you said have probably witnessed people who do not Mm self-reflect or who are content with their actions and they have no intent on changing Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for some people, you know, everybody experienced something different. For, but for a lot of people who agree with that, yeah, they're going to say, nah, listen, I have my proof right here. Like, this person has always been a cheater. They've never changed. But the thing, what separates a cheater who's never going to never gonna change from mm-hmm. a cheater who changed? What do you think is that defining moment for them? What do you think is a big factor in why cheaters go choose a path either i'm going to continue to cheat in every relationship i get into or i'm never going to cheat again um let's start with the first one uh that they're going to continue to cheat yeah um 
because maybe because of the lifestyle that they live, which is so fast and um, I'm just speaking from a from the standpoint of a guy. The lifestyle that you live is just so fast. Um, your relationships never work. They're never working because of you, most likely. <laughs> um, yeah, and the people that you surround yourself with, the situations that you're putting yourself in, you're going to always end up cheating. You're mm-hmm. going to always end up cheating, period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless you unless you come to terms and, and address that. Like, yo, I don't want to cheat anymore, and I don't want to be around these places. I don't want to be around these people. I don't want to do these things. I don't. I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to drink this anymore. So, what makes someone? What so, makes a cheater? Someone who's a serial cheater. What makes them say, "I don't want to do this anymore"? Um. What are some of the reasons you think? Uh, it depends on where they're at in their life. You can, you can lose someone that you really, that you really loved and cared about, but you just couldn't stop cheating, and it can be that that defining moment that that heartbreak moment like yo you know just like all the songs you listen to i messed up and i changed and i want her back right Mm -hmm. or um or it could be another huge life-changing moment where you you just want to be a better man for your for your children you want to be a better man for your family um you don't want to lose them or you can come to god you can come to god and realize that living that lifestyle doesn't doesn't line up and go hand in hand with um his word and yeah all that good stuff i just gave you three yeah i think i think the last one you said i think coming to god is not even just cheating but it's something that really does change you like Mm -hmm. that's the power of god when you come to god and you really surrender yourself to him and you allow him to be lord over your life yes ma'am you really do start shedding all the bad things that you were doing in the past. Absolutely. You start to want to get rid of anything that does not align with the will of God. Absolutely. And so for Christians who believe in the power of God, Mm -hmm. I don't think they could necessarily agree with that statement. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Because once you throw God in the mix, you can't, you can't say anything. Definitely. He's a redeemer. Exactly. He's a redeemer. And so that topic of redemption is something that is major in the Christian faith. Because all of us came to him as sinners. Mm -hmm. We all had something in our past we weren't proud of. Something we wish, probably wish we never did. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you come to God, he gives you that that new beginning. His word says he makes you new. Makes you new. Will restore you inside and out. Mm -hmm. New do, new you. So you're you're a prime example. Like we said, you gave you know a good chunk of your um, background in episode two. So like we said, go back and listen to that. But how, was it easy? Was it easy for you to make the change from being the person you were before, cheating and all those things in your in your past, and then once you had God in the mix, was it easy for you to say, "I'm done with all that. I'm just." I'm leaving it alone. Turn a new page. Um, to keep it all the way a stack with you, keep it one thousand one hundred percent truthful. Um, yeah, it when I threw God in the mix, it it was easy. Um, you know, I'm gonna just keep it. I'm gonna just keep it a hundred, which would be real transparent. Once I once I I started to reach that mature state to where it kind of wasn't even fun anymore, and I was just still dabbling here and there. But once I threw God in there, it was it was game over as mercy wrote um i was fully done 
I sat down, I reflected, and I'm like, yo, I was doing things my way all of this time, and it just wasn't working, so let's do things God's way, and God's way doesn't doesn't go with the life I was living at all. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing God into the equation, following God, being a, being a follower of Christ, I'm like, this is, it was actually easier than I thought, to be honest. So, so you tried to stop cheating before you really surrendered I to God, to right? I stop cheating every week. Every time I got caught, every week. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So tell me why, tell me why then it was hard. What was missing from the equation? Um, actually committing to God. Actually committing but to But you believed to in God then? Yeah. So why wasn't just believing enough? Because I think a lot of people are going to mistake that. So we're going to get into that. Why wasn't just believing in God enough? Believing wasn't enough because... Yeah, you could believe in all that. That was fine and dandy, but I was still putting myself in these situations. I was still living my old life. I was still um, being in the mix, so to say. And once I once I actually ta- started to let God's word like marinate and absorb it and, and actually take it home with me rather than just be like, yeah, that was a good service. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to brunch. Unlimited Moses. <laughs> um once I actually started to apply the word and take it with me, I was like, bet, I can do this. And I started to feel convicted as well. Mm. Um, before I would, no, I want to say the conviction started to stick. Before I, w- I would feel convicted and I'd go right to church, please, God, please, God, just bring it back. I won't do it again. God, please, God, please. <laughs> All right, got it? Good looks. See you next week. Um, but yeah, w- once I started to take God's word with me, the conviction was strong. Um and I realized that I couldn't, me personally, for real, for real, I felt like I couldn't keep doing God dirty because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to pay for this and I don't want to be this person anymore. Mm. Keep it stacked with you. Mm. What's up, though? Can't keep doing God dirty. Yeah, I ain't going to hold Listen, I, I love to keep it a stack. I love to be transparent. I would, I told you this before, but I would, I would definitely, so to say, do God dirty and uh, be like, yeah, can you do this for me again? He he make he make get shorty back for me in the previous relationship, and then I'll be like, cool, thank you, and then I'll go do something bad again. Then I'll go do something like give money to the homeless. Like God, hope hopefully this this gonna cover the tab. You trying to atone for your actions? You know I mean? through service. Okay, buddy. I see cuz in the corner. I'm gonna give him a ten bone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a ten bone. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is this. God, you see this? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm hope, doing good. Hopefully this is. Just pay the cost right here. Pay the price. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You touched on something important, though, about feeling convicted. And I want you to listen to me because this the email that we're talking about that spurred this whole whole topic, um, woman who shall remain remain nameless came for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Came for me for being in a relationship with him. Like, how could you? um, You know, he's a womanizer. Like, Mm. she kind of went in on my man. And I was like, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me give more context because you don't know him how I know him. And and Mm. I'll give her that because we didn't give context in that first, um, in that second episode. Mm -hmm. So... For me and for anybody else who's in a relationship with someone who has a past and they've been open and honest with you, um, it can be a little tug of war within yourself to be like, do I trust this person? Do I truly believe that they've changed? Do I, you know, uh, take them for their word or do I, in the back of my mind, believe they're capable of doing this again? 
So that's a little bit of a tug of war, right? When you're in a relationship and with someone who's past that you're aware of, who they've, you know, they've shared that with you. I actually want to hop in real fast, if you don't mind. Go ahead. What you want to say? How was that experience for you? Um, tug of war. It is a little bit of a tug of war because, because being a child of God, you have to know the enemy is always trying to play on your mind. Mm, okay, baby. That's just where I'm going to start because that's what I have to constantly remind myself of. Because if I don't remind myself that the enemy is trying to play with my mind, I'll flow with it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? He did do that before. You know, he take a little long to text me back. What's going on? Whatever the case may be, even the smallest thought that crossed your mind, the enemy will take it and run with it. Now you got all these little thoughts in this train. And if you allow yourself, you'll go that direction. And now you're looking at your partner crazy for no reason, really. For no reason at all. Now you stand at the ceiling like that don't add up. Right. Now you're trying to look <laughs> for things that fit the narrative that you were, you know, weaving in your mind. Mm-hmm. But when you have faith which i do and i have to continue to bring myself back to this is this man's been honest with honest with me from day one Mm. he's told me he's been vulnerable he's been transparent not not only telling me things when i ask him but just coming out and revealing things to me that he didn't have to tell me Mm. and then on top of that i truly believe that he's somebody who's been changed by god Mm. God has redeemed him. And not just because he told me so, but because I see him act differently than the person that he told me he used to be. And it wasn't just a one-time occurrence, two-time. Throughout our whole year and and some change now. Year and a half. A full year and a half now? It's almost there. Round it up. Almost. Okay, sorry. Excuse me. Round it up. Year and a half. Um, I have never seen him regress. And even if he regressed the slightest bit, not in the cheating aspect, but any any kind of behavior that he felt was linked to his past, he recognized it, changed it, apologized for it, adjusted it. You know what I mean? Like and there's if, if there was any any little inkling, I would tell you about it. Right. I'll and we like, talk about those things too. Like that's not something we sweep under the rug. We're open and honest about, you know everything you have to have that kind of relationship that's that transparent Mm -hmm. so with all those factors in play and dang there was something i want to say and it slipped my mind not the mind slip (laughs) (laughs) with all those factors at play it really just helps me to remember like okay this is someone who is showing me Mm-hmm. that they've changed so the word says you know judge the tree by the fruit mm. and that's what i've been doing the fruit that he's been showing me shows me where his tree is his tree's rooted in god yo this sounds so familiar because it's like a conversation we just had recently yeah. right huh go ahead you know what i'm talking about no nah, go ahead remind me oh uh, because I, I was i was just telling you when the enemy was seeping in and, and you was having those little thoughts here and i'm like yo what have i shown you right you right know, you know i mean right and, and I think and I that's like, important. Yo, you have no reason to to even entertain those kind of thoughts. Right. I'm showing and proving to you every single day. And I think something that helps me as well is like, yo, I didn't go looking for this man. I didn't make this I didn't make this relationship happen. Mm-hmm. I really feel like God brought you into my life and I feel like if he brought you to me, then it's not because he was trying to ruin me with something, you know, like infidelity or something like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Not and that's something that helps me because I know, okay, God blessed me and the enemy wants to take that from me. Mm-hmm. How is he going to take that from me? By planting seeds of doubt, insecurity. Mm-hmm. And the devil will play on your specific um, 
insecurities so if that's you know i was always someone who was skeptical always someone who was second guessing so what is he coming to do make me second guess make me doubtful and that's he knows how to get to you so you got to be aware and you have to stay close to god because it's really imperative that your discernment be somewhere especially when you're in a relationship because don't let someone pull the wool over your eyes because they you know making things look good you got to make sure stuff lines up with the word of God. You got to be connected so the Holy Spirit can guide you for real. He's not going to guide you wrong. Listen, I want to say this this thing, uh, this, this a little side note that I just picked up while listening to you talk. I definitely think it's so dope how um, me and you are so connected and uh, our spirits are so connected and our relationship with God is so connected that whenever I see the enemy trying to manipulate you or do anything with you i feel like i notice it right away mm-hmm. i'm like i caught it a few times i'm like oh this is mad cool because it doesn't even happen like that with everybody else so fast and immediately but with you it happens right away right away i see it all the time and i think that's not all the time i see it every time it happens and I think that's one of the reasons that God wants us to have relationships so y'all can look out for each other. Mm. He, My dog. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. the word says, you know, our battles aren't in the flesh. They're really, it's really spiritual warfare. So you have the, the people that you're in battle with have to be able to see things the way that they are, which mm-hmm. is the, the spirits that are trying to harm you. So, I mean, that's, that's real spiritual. That's, yeah. That's maybe, you know, Christianity 201 or something. (laughs) Your Christian score card just went up two points. Yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But but yeah, that's something I've had to to deal with and know that that's something, if the enemy can destroy, he will destroy. Seek, kill, and destroy. Right, right. So you mentioned uh, conviction, and I think this is key because... When you're in, you you mentioned conviction, but you also mentioned how you used to just believe in God and then versus letting him lead you. Yeah, I never let God lead me. So this is something that's important. (laughs) Know who you're in a relationship with. You could be two Christians and not be at the same level per se. Mm. One of you can be a Christian because you believe in God. And the other one of you can be a Christian because you strive to live your daily life in a Christ-like manner. Absolutely. That's two different kinds of Christianity. If I believe in God, I can just say, yo, God is real. And I can go and do everything I feel like doing that has nothing to do with God. Facts. Things that would disappoint him. Let's give an example of um, two people in a relationship that are on two completely different different levels but they, they but they both are christians and they both believe in god okay. um hit us with an example we go home and you want to watch a sermon or um read the word together right uh-huh. because you are a follower of christ and you you want to go by his word and i say didn't we just go to church last week <laughs> What for what? That's a funny example, and, and that might be you know that's, a sign. That's real spill. Though. That might be a sign, but also all right. Like why take, do you want to do that? We just the pastor just said that last week. Why do we need to break it down? For? <laughs> why we need a part three of the series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 take it a step further. You are in a relationship with someone who believes in God mm-hmm. versus you being someone who wants to live your life in a Christ-like way. You want to live your life by His will. 
the person you're in a relationship with says, you know, why can't we just have sex? Like, it's cool. Like, we won't get married anyway. And you're mm. like, oh, but we're not married yet. You feel yeah. me? Like, you have two different ways of operating, mm-hmm. even though you both believe in God. Absolutely. One person is taking it up to that next level. One, so that's one also have, being unequally yoked. Conviction. Don't be fooled. Unequally yoked isn't just unbelievers <clears throat> with believers. It's, it's believers that believe, but in the shallow end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to say. You know, I don't want to offend anybody, but... So to say, you haven't committed to s- completely surrendering your life and living by his will. Yeah. You're just in the stages of like, yeah, God is real. And that's cool. And that's mm-hmm. a start. But Christianity gets deeper than that. Yeah. So follow that Holy Spirit. Don't just yeah, follow that Holy Spirit. Don't just fill it in. OK, cool. Next Sunday. <laughs> Praise and worship was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm about to hit the club. <laughs> But all right, so <laughs> that's how it be, son. It, it I is. I told you, I it was. Is. I'm in church. I'm like, yo, I'm about to feel. I'm, I'm about to feel the waterfall. The Holy Spirit is amazing in here. I leave out. I'm throwing future on Perkies. You're annoying. That's so, real rat so stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Perkies calling. Yeah, know who you're in relationship with because someone who believes in God is different from someone who is living according to God's will. And that's important because someone who's living according to God's will is going to allow the Holy Spirit to convict them. So that person is going to have a harder time going back to the actions of their past because the Holy Spirit will convict you and say, now, bro, you know Mm -hmm. that ain't what you even need to do. It's going to stop you in your tracks when you're even thinking about doing something. It don't even sit. Listen, coming from me, coming from me, it, it doesn't even sit right anymore. It doesn't even sit right. You know, you can't do it. You know you can't get away with it. It's just, it's just not it anymore. Um, yeah, the conviction is, the conviction is real. How, or how does the conviction set in for you? Like, let's just say you have a thought doing something you shouldn't do. It, is it immediate, or you you keep on thinking a thought? How does it go? It's immediate. It's immediate. Um, once I decided to give my life to God, it is now immediate. Before I would think, hmm. How can I get away with this? Mm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can I finesse this situation? Shall I turn my phone off real fast and say I was over here? <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is this is transparency. Um, but the conviction is immediate. Um, we know that we can't live we can't live that life. We can't do those things. We can't even think those kind of thoughts anymore. That's how deep the conviction is, because. Yeah, the conviction so strong, you can't even just... Let me just entertain it in my mind real fast. No. Mm-mm. The words say you wrong right there, too. With that mm-hmm. adultery? Mm-hmm. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's how early it starts. In your mind. In your heart. Can't do nothing over here. It's like, nah. It's like, nah. You're so... You're so... <laughs> <laughs> but look how good God is. For real. You can be living... I'm looking at how good God is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you throw me off my 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 train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah, you could be living one kind of life, give your life to God, and then have a complete turnaround. Mm-hmm. So, the message in that is, yeah, was there's hope for people. Mm-hmm. There's hope for people, and I think that's one of the most beautiful thing God gives us is hope and faith yeah absolutely somebody can be like I just said 
you could be living one kind of life. Faith is believing. God come in, change everything for you. Mm-hmm. If you let him. If you let him. Um, having hope in that person. Having hope in those people. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Nah. Not true. Gotta Not say true. have faith in the things unseen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but I don't want to get you all turned up with podcast. <laughs> I mean, I know you get hyped. What verse that's from? You better study that word some more. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the encouragement we really want to leave y'all with is um, your past doesn't have to define your future. You can have a happy and healthy relationship, um, you know, free from those toxic behaviors if Mm -hmm. y'all both decide to live according to God's will, to do things that honor him, to live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Mm -hmm. Your past doesn't define your future at all, doesn't determine your future at all, because even um, what you said earlier in the podcast, what you Whenever I would tell you things that I did, mm-hmm. you know, I just run little stories down to you here and there. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, yo, that's crazy. I really can't believe that because you could never even fathom that I would do any of these kind of things. Yo, you know what? That's 100% true. When you told me things that you did before, I'm like, who was that person? Because that is not at all who I see in front of me right now. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Savage life. You didn't even have any. In the present, you had no inklings of who you were in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, I would... When you told me those things, I really thought to myself, like, how, though? This person? You're (laughs) not... You weren't at all in any way like the person you were describing to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? That happened? You did that? That's crazy. (laughs) Honestly, whenever I tell you those things and then I think about them, I'll even ponder on them here and there and I'll be like... Yeah, I feel like God was in me deep down all the time. Just like I said, I definitely believed in God the whole entire time. But mm-hmm. he was just deep down, like, buried. Um, and I kept him buried. Because when I think about it now, I say, um, I'm able to be who I really wanted to be now. Mm. Mm. I like that. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's true for everybody. I think when you realize, I think when you start to experience the person that you are with God, you realize how much more like you, you feel. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like that person you were before wasn't really you. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I can I can agree with that 100%. And we are a reflection of God. So now, I've, so now I feel more comfortable with the person I am. Mm, because you. I ain't going to lie. You better preach. I'm dropping them. What? I'm dropping them. What are we them. doing? I got to go to bed. Soon. What? You made in God's image. Now you look like him? Mm. Man, you preach it. What? Okay. You want me to kiss this crap one too? Yeah, look at you. Just one. Another one. I'll collect them. <laughs> Good job. You don't need the third one for the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. You really trying to freak. Okay, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> All right, I'm done with you. <laughs> oh, play too much. Oh, man. All right. I think that I think we, we can wrap it up on that note. Listen, God is a redeemer. Mm. A healer. Yeah. Waymaker. Don't let anybody try to make your past stick. Mm-mm. No Mm-mm. nameless people in emails can make you turn back into the person that you were or can try to label you as that person still. Nah. You 
hold on to the fact that God made you new. To be honest, um, I'm grateful for the things that I did, even though they were wild, wild, very wild things that I that I got myself into. Um, because if it wasn't for those things, I wouldn't have a testimony now. Mm. So I actually feel good to um, tell people my story and to be completely transparent. Yeah. I said, bro, you're not sugarcoat anything. Yeah. You think that was something? Let me tell you what I did. Listen, <laughs> and that is the thing that gives other people hope. That's who you used to be, and that's who you are now. Yeah. You married, faithful, happy. Yeah. Really? You happy with one woman? Like, yeah. that makes a lot of people look different at just, their situation. Just hanging out with the wife and the kids now. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool with my old lady. Yeah, cool with my old lady. Can't do that no more, buddy. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> Lose my number. Yeah. Oh, lady, don't like when you call me past three p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, that's the message for today. You're redeemed through Christ. Mm-hmm. Keep that as your message of hope and faith. Once a cheater, not always a cheater. Hey, that's it. Found mm. it. Yeah. Found it one more time. Turkey. <laughs> oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> well, I fought for it. <laughs> I should have known better. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's. let's... Uh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna get you again. No, I don't. No. I'm not gonna get you again. No. All right. Come on. But I'm not gonna get you again. Fine. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. I knew what you was gonna do. No, you did. Yes, I did. No, I did. Let me see. No, we're done. All it's right. time for prayer. <laughs> Kick it off, cause you play too much. You want some conquest? You want to pray all the time? Come on. What level are you at? Level... I love you, baby. I love you, too. Come on, pray. All right. So, Father God, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for bringing us together. We thank you for um, giving us the strength, the wisdom, the courage to come on here and enlighten um, and to lead and to spread your word, to um, to correct people, to correct thoughts, to um, clear up the image to let people know that your way is the way to go and your way is the way that we will continue to go. We pray that whoever is listening to this podcast, that um, their thoughts are changed, that they have new thoughts, that their minds are renewed, um, that they consider coming over to you, God. We pray that uh, Jackie gives me more kisses after this podcast. Popcorn. <laughs> Father God, we thank you. <laughs> thank you for the Appreciate hand you. that I'm holding. Chill. <laughs> Thank you for the hand that I'm holding. Uh, Father God, we pray that these people who are listening to the podcast, God, that their hearts, their minds be changed, that their spirits be renewed, Father God, that their mm-hmm. hope and their faith in you be renewed. Um, we pray that this continue, that our podcast continues to spread hope, God, um, encouragement, and most of all, God, that it glorifies you. Yeah, it increases faith as well. I'm sorry. Yes, Father. So we thank you in advance for the lives that you're changing, God. We thank you for using us as a vessel. Uh, In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.